There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Tom Bernard Show with Tabby Pippen, Andy Brad Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Catherine will not be in today because, uh, again, the Router failed on the Geeky Morning Show, so she's sitting there waiting for the engineers to come. I think it was in, uh, it was a cable company problem. Knocked <laughs> me right off the air this morning. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> Isn't that perfect? That's just wonderful. That's really, really good. We will be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Duran Duran, my old buddies. 
I haven't seen him in a long time now. I mean, I saw him up here two years ago, but I didn't go backstage to say hello because they were just coming in and leaving. So, But I used to travel with that band when they first came to America. And they were 17, 18, and 19 years old. I'll never forget that. One of my favorite stories about Duran Duran is Nick Rhodes, uh, Simon LeBond's the lead singer, Nick Rhodes. Simon and Nick were always very, very friendly. The three Taylors were kind of standoffish. You know, well, Andy was nuts. And John just kind of standoffish. And Roger was just very, very shy. But uh, Nick Rhodes comes to town and he goes, Tom, what's a whopper? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, what's a whopper? I said, you mean the Burger King whopper? He goes, yeah, yeah, what's that? I said, it's a hamburger. He goes, I want to have one, Tom. I said, are you sure you want a Whopper? He goes, yeah, I want I want a Whopper. So we go to Burger King on 66th Street, right across the street from Southdale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he gets his Whopper. He takes a, bi- a bite of it and looks at me and goes, Tom, I'd like some proper food. <laughs> 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 okay, Nick, we'll get you some proper food. Yeah, unbelievable. Nice guys, though. When I got up this morning, you know, I kind of go through the uh, – a lot of newspaper things and all that stuff. Um, when I got up this morning in Chicago, more than 40 people had been shot and more, and four had died. Well, those numbers have gone up. More than 60 have been shot and 10 are dead. Jeez. Oh, geez. It's just unbelievable. You know, I think that, uh, that much more uh, forgiving lifestyle is really working. You know, the hypodermic needles and the poop everywhere in San Francisco and the murder in Chicago. Yeah, that, uh, that more forgiving outlook. on the- People need to respect authority, and that's all there is to it. They don't respect authority any longer. As I said, Joe Souchere wrote a great article in the Pioneer Press over the weekend. It's not, it's not a, a black and white problem. It's a respecting authority problem, and nobody respects authority anymore. You think they do? No, no, not especially with the now with all the police brutality stuff where it's being more socialized and yeah. seeing it, yeah, it just adds to the well, screw the police type of mentality, which then trickles down to just all authority. But they, yeah, no, that's a, a very good way to put it, and trickling down to all authority because seriously, people don't, couldn't give a damn if you're an authority, you know, if you're kind of the authority in that in your particular situation. I don't know. People have to answer to somebody. They can't just be allowed to roam free because it'll be a huge disaster, like 60 people being shot. Chicago might have been making headlines this weekend for the thousands of people who packed downtown for Lollapalooza. Instead, most of the attention is focused on the shooting violence that occurred elsewhere in the city. I'm going to guess it was on the south side. That's going to be my guess. Leaving more than 60 injured, 10 dead between Friday evening and Monday morning, reports WLS-TV. The worst of it took place uh, in a three-hour span starting around midnight Saturday when 30 people were shot, reports the Sun-Times. Of those victims, 25 were injured in five mass shootings. Police say gang violence is mostly to blame. With shooters oh, taking God. advantage of... Li- yeah, really? Gang violence? <laughs> that was hunting accidents. Yeah, that was all hunting accidents. In downtown Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it still must be on the south side. That's where a lot of the gangs are in mm-hmm. Chicago. Pretty much, like, almost all murders in this country happen because of gang violence. It is true. But we have almost no anti-gang laws, so. You know, Tevin, they're going to have to pull that, that show Gangland off of TV. You ever watch that? 
I have not watched it, no. It's a show called Gangland. So far, I think the only white gang has been the Hells Angels. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant. I mean, it's Spanish or black or Asian or whatever it is. Not a lot of honky gangs. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, well, I guess, well, obviously there are white gangs, but the Hells Angels, I think, would be the most prominent yeah. white gang that I can think of. I know they used to be pretty bad. I don't know what they're like anymore. Well, I did hear from a close friend of mine in... Uh, What's the name of that place they all go up to in South Dakota? Sturgis. Sturgis. Is that North Dakota or South Dakota? Uh, South, I think Dakota. It's South Dakota. It is I think South it was Dakota. Just like last weekend or something. I think like you're right. Yeah, it's usually right. like the first weekend in August. Yeah, it's right by in the Black Hills of South mm-hmm. Dakota. The uh, a friend of mine was uh, well, he might be involved in the court system in Sturgis. Oh, he must be busy. <laughs> and he said uh, a few years ago, the Angels were up there, and one of them got busted. I don't know what for for something, but it must have been something pretty serious because the judge wanted to make a statement and set his bail at $5 million. Wow. So it means, you know, uh, it's a pretty stiff yeah, pretty stiff bail. Mm-hmm. About two hours later, my friend said, the uh, angels walked in with $5 million in cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we tried to, uh, on our show for Profession Confession, we tried oh, yeah. to interview um, a guy that used to be, he was, I think, the Hells Angels president here in Minneapolis for like 20 years. How long and, ago? Um, this would have been a while ago, probably like 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Yeah, okay. something like that. But he, uh, anyway, he ended up going him. to prison and whatnot. But yeah, some of the stories that he told us about the just gangs of Ooh. bikers that would roll up to a bar and this is our bar now and if you're not with us get out <laughs> yeah it's just ridiculous so, so he did the interview uh no he didn't do the interview because he's in a little bit of hot water with the gang right now no so he didn't want to put him. his business out there are they still in north minneapolis their headquarters uh yeah i believe so yeah because yes. they, they used to be down around ascension church mm-hmm. but when i was a kid and then uh they moved up to washington kind of is it by the Broadway Bridge, I think? Broadway and, and right the river yeah, front like right Broadway there. Broadway and like Marshall or something like that. Yeah, I think that might be right. Broadway and Marshall. But yeah, they were around a long time. And they never bothered me. I'm, I've met a lot of them and they never bothered me or anything. But I just, really, you set bail that high? Well, here's $5 million in cash. They only had to give them 500000 you know, because it's 10%. Mm-hmm. You pay 10% of your bail. But they gave them the whole $5 million. <laughs> Oh, my good God. Are you trying to make a point here, yeah. kids? Where do they make their money? Oh, drug dealing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I think a lot of them, too, do a lot of... Uh, community service? A gun trade. Uh, oh, what, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like gun smuggling. And, yeah, uh, gun, gun smuggling, smuggling and weapons. Yeah. There is that. I learned that from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I loved that show. <laughs> it was a great I, show. I loved that show. They Charlie actually, Hunnam. They got the reboot of with the Mayans now. From yeah. The, oh, they do? Yeah, I think it's coming out on FX. Yeah, I, not, I, I heard... I think it's next year it's supposed to come out. I Is it love next it. Year? I think so. I it was just in like a month or so. It's called Oh, Mines. really? Yeah, I thought it was coming out in September. Oh, I've seen a ton of commercials for it. I oh, got to the... tell you, the one week part was when they had the Irish. It's like, what are you going to Ireland for? What? what? Well, see, a lot of those uh, biker gangs, that's where it all, a lot of it stems from. Yeah, it's true. That and, is true. And, uh, yeah, because they start off, um, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of the White supremacist groups too have come from. Ireland. Oh, yeah, there's, no, there's not a lot of black people in motorcycle gangs. Or in Ireland, mm, yeah. or, especially not over well, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one guy, the lead singer of Thin Lizzy, he's from Ireland. Okay, well, there's one. 
There's, <laughs> there's one black guy. It is weird. It is weird though. Like if you hear, because there are some black people yeah. from Ireland, and then you hear their accent, and it just throws you off completely because mm-hmm. you're not used to it. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Or was it you who had? Uh, you were down in the south, and you saw an Asian gal at a restaurant or something. She had a heavy in, southern accent. It was it's in. Just uh, kinda... um, it's Gulfport, Mississippi. Yeah, Gulfport, Mississippi. Uh, or actually, I think the hotel was in Biloxi, which is a couple miles away. But this beautiful Asian woman—I mean, she was stunningly beautiful. And I walk up, and I'm just not used to it. I'm—you know—I understand and all the rest of it. So anybody who wants to bitch at me, just fire away on Twitter. <laughs> but I walked up, and she goes, "Hi, y'all doing?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah, just—it's tra- <laughs> not a bad thing. It just no, kind of throws you off. It's like an unexpected off. thing. Well, <laughs> I mean, you didn't see that kind of thing 50 years ago, right? Yeah. No, God, no. And that's like. Not. Ireland is 1.3% black. Look at that, Tevin. It's you and one other guy. (laughs) It's you and one other guy. That's it. Yeah, but a little over one in a hundred people. So, yeah, you can, you could probably go your whole life without seeing one if you lived in like a village somewhere. Yeah, probably. So, what what do you mean one? One One. black person? Is that what you're saying? One Irish person. One, yeah, you people, Andy. Uh, Do they call them black in Ireland? They don't call them African American. No, they do not call them African American. Probably just just black, isn't it? African Irish. African. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? African Irish. You might be right, but I kind of doubt it. Probably not. Uh, I tell you, honest to God, here this story. Sarah Zhang. Have you heard the story about Sarah Zhang? I heard bits and pieces. Yeah. Is New she York completely Times, insane? New York Times has lost a lot of credibility in a lot of people's eyes. Well, I canceled my uh, subscription. Well, they're uh, just, yeah, you can't be doing insane. that. Uh, and then i got to do the opinion second. I'll do the story first, then i got to do the opinion, because the opinion, I haven't read it yet. Uh, New York Times embattled Sarah Zhang. President Trump is basically Hitler. Well, I don't care about that. Uh, that uh, Yeah, who hasn't said that yeah, I, in, I don't care. in the media? Oh, would you please just put the sh- See, here's the problem with the internet now. Everything's got to have ad blockers, or it's got to have yeah. this. Or it's got... Would you stop? Just put the news up there and leave me, leave us alone. That's all I have to say to you. All right, so here we go. Oh, did it again. I, I just, oh, God. I hate everything about you. Let me just say that. <laughs> That's fair, isn't it? But in any case, Sarah Zhang is a person who was hired to not only write for the New York Times, but to be on their editorial board. So she's not just a writer. She's not just an employee. She's on the editorial board, and the woman is completely psychotic. So yes, uh, is there any other way you can explain that, Andy, other than she is flat-out psychotic? No, she's crazy. She is crazy. There's no doubt. She went to Harvard, so there's a good start. Yeah. Now, I got two questions about Harvard for you. I got Sarah Zhang came out of Harvard and is completely insane and then uh you got the uh harvard you know that one of the uh sororities is shutting down at harvard because harvard has insisted you cannot have any single gender clubs at harvard really no no single gender clubs i wouldn't be surprised if they did that for male only clubs but female i'm actually surprised well these three these uh this one uh, zeta i don't know i can't remember the name of it but but uh some sorority name? Some sorority name. They said they're going to shut down. Rather than allow men into their sorority, they're going to just shut it down. They're, these Harvard people have lost their minds. They really have lost their minds. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know a guy who teaches at Harvard, and I know several people who graduated from Harvard. 
what is wrong with you people? Good God. Egos. That's what you think that's what it is? Oh, God, yeah. I think you're probably right about that. They're always right. Well, in, Harvard is too insular, and it, it breeds is. extremism because they never have anyone who doesn't think exactly like them come into their little club. Yeah, well, because, I mean, Harvard, I mean, it, you have to have money to go to Harvard. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So that is where it's, I mean, it's... Well, there's tons of nepotism in the Ivy League. Yeah, and it's tons. it's a power play. It's a power play school. They think that mm-hmm. they rule the world if they go to Harvard. Same with some oh. other prestigious universities. This is good. This is interesting. The story that I looked up on Yahoo this morning on Sarah Jean, uh-huh. they've taken all of her tweets out of the article. Oh, oh they, have screen, they have like screen caps of her tweets. Yeah. Oh, and they took them out. They took them all out. Uh, a racist New York Times reporter. The alt right is red pilling oh Sarah Jean. Oh, so it's the alt right's fault that that she's a racist. The media is horrible. It's really horrible, isn't it? It's just. Uh, can you be racist against? Okay, we're asking Tevin yep. as a black man in America today. Can you be racist against white people? See, I always thought, yes, you could be racist. Like, if you're black, you could be racist against a white person. But somebody was trying to tell me that, no, you can't be, technically, black people can't be racist because we're the minority. Yeah, they've that redefined makes, racism. Does, yeah. That's not so what like, racism make, is. That's not what it is. Like, if you just hate somebody because of the color of their skin or whatever, like, yeah, yeah it's just, racist. Like, mm-hmm. And I hate the white ways. party. That's the part I don't like. I think it's racist if you tell me I can't be racist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if white people can do it, I want to be able That's to do it too. That's a great point. That's a very good Personally, point. Personally, I don't, you know, if people want to spout out racism, let it, because then it just weeds out, you know, mm-hmm. the a holes of the world. The term is so weakened. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like let them be ignorant. Then you just know not to, you know, pay attention to them or give them any attention. Just let them be. You yeah, know, it's better dumb over there. Yeah, it's better if they're out front with it than this like bottled up and behind the scenes passive aggressive. Or doing, yeah, or doing that subliminal type, you know, mm. uh, racism. But it's so it's so frustrating, especially in social media, because it's you know you can't have one person spouting off hatred towards white people, and then if anybody's and I could say something about uh, African Americans, and it won't even be racist, but they'll take it racist. You know, in a racist oh, way. white people? Mm-hmm. Probably. Because the white just, people that take it, it. Like, I could say something about you, and only white people would be offended. Well, yeah. yeah, primarily. <laughs> it's like, but what? it's like, but then my life is destroyed. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll so try it's to like you can't you. have, I don't know, there needs to be, um, I'm trying to think of the word. Sorry, I've had a rough weekend. <laughs> uh, you know, the, you have to, you can't pick sides. You have, if this person over here is doing the same thing as this person over here, both of them have to be held accountable right, and right. the same punishment yeah. for, you know, you can't sit there and spout off, um, you know, hatred towards white people. But since you're a liberal, liberal, you can get away with it. I guess. Well, we'll be right back for uh, part two of our one where we <clears throat> slander Tevin Pittman. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> it's going like awesome. to yeah, be awesome. Right here. Here We're going to pick on Tevin. Give us a call. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, 
without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Is this some dumb, dumbass effing white people music? <laughs> what are you doing? This is my prerogative, man. My prerogative. No, I like that song. That's a good song. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. God, it's a one hit he had. Do you ever have any other hits? Uh, yeah, well, the he one was... he made on his wife. <laughs> no, that's true. He hit his oh wife a lot. Oh, God, they came right out this morning. I, did, I, I didn't think they'd do it, but uh, Wise Brothers Media, which is one of the wires services... Uh, this weekend, when Ray Lewis was inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, he did a half an hour speech, but he didn't mention the two people he murdered about 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he did. They found him innocent, but uh, everybody was really? there. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, oh, my God. You know who Candace Owens is, Tevin? Uh, I don't believe so, no. Candace Owens is a black woman. Who uh, I think she works at Fox now. She has it is a, familiar. Yeah, Candace Owens, very very smart. But uh, post racist things about white people in Twitter. Well, oh God, there it is again. It just would you stop covering up all this, covering up all the stories on the internet? It drives me insane. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Every time I, I go to some place where I think her Twitter, uh, her tweets will appear, it gets covered up by an ad. Right. And then mm. all the other sites, like the New York Times, they just deleted their tweets. You said she talks, like Candace Owens makes racist tweets about white people? No, no, no. Oh, Sarah okay. Jean. Oh, okay. Candace, Candace Owens was kind of repeating what Sarah Jean said and okay. calling her a moron. Okay. <clears throat> but apparently Twitter suspended Candace Owens for doing it, though. When she criticized Sarah Jean, Twitter suspended her. Uh, for reposting Sarah Jean. That's what she oh, did. Okay. Ah. She reposted Sarah, Sarah Jean. So Twitter suspends Candace Owens, who's a black woman. So I, there are certain levels of racism. Yeah, I got, Tevin, you've fallen beneath yeah. but at the a same lot of time, other people. But at the same time, she's also like, isn't Candace Jones or Owens uh, like pro Trump, isn't that her big thing? Too? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like she's pro Trump. Yeah, it's both sides. It's always weird to <laughs> it's see. Really you want to get the black community mad? <laughs> like, let them know that there's a black person that's like, I like Trump, and then they. I like just Trump a lot. Oh no, you know what she did? What? 
she um, tweeted Sarah's tweets, but she replaced white with Jewish. <laughs> Can't have that. Oh, my God. There's your problem. Candace, yep. Get Candace on the phone. Well, you want to talk to Candace. Hey, I think you need to put a caption saying this is what I did. She did. She did. But, but she, that's still, you know. Oh, people overlook that. It's so, verboten. Well, Let's, read one of them. Because um, I can't find any of them. Well, it's so weird because it's almost getting to the point where it's like people are trying to out-racist the other person. It's the, and they're compl- they're, yeah, they're it's arguing true. about being racist, but yet they're just going back and forth and making themselves look even worse. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I, we got a call from a, a listener this morning. You should do a new game show. Sarah Zhang tweet or Nazi tweet? Yeah, really. <laughs> Said the Nazi Germany, the, 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 the news stories they released, are almost word for word what she says about white people. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. So that's kind of a bad sign. I don't think that Nazism worked out too well. Tim is on the phone. Timmy! Good, good uh, afternoon. And I'm wondering, I've been wondering all weekend, if uh, what Sarah Zhang's uh, take was on uh, Christopher Robin. Well, it's horrible. Her reviewing that movie? It's horrible white people. Forget it. I can't believe Did you know about this story, Tim? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those deals where I noticed it first uh, trending on Twitter, of all places. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then I clicked the name because I've never heard of her before. And then, boy, I mean, that story, it, it, it was lit on fire on Friday, and, it, and the fire is probably burning hotter than ever. I mean, usually these stories have a short cycle, but this one... It seems to be getting worse, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. The Village Voice is now saying, oh, the caucasity. Uh, right rages at Zhang's white people jokes. So they're mad at white people for being mad at Sarah Zhang. She's insane. You got that? Dial it right in. She is nuts. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want, do whatever you want. You Look, I, I said that. My wife is white. My son is white. My daughter's white. I have two white uh, grandchildren. I didn't choose. I was like, you can only marry a white person. Uh, did I ever say that to you, Andy? No. You can only date white people. No, I did not. It's just I just don't need to hear how my loved ones are horrible because they're white. I really don't want to hear it. We had nothing to do with anything that happened ever. Shut up and leave us alone. Okay. All right. And let me point out one other thing. America's so horrible, right? So we're all going to accept that America's horrible and the white people in America are really bad. We have forgotten that about 70, 75 years ago, white people in America went and took out the white people in Germany so they wouldn't ruin the world for everybody. Now, there was a, a battle with Japan because Japan decided to go shoulder to shoulder with the Nazis. But it was mostly white people that America ended World War II. And I love how everyone's just forgetting about that. Now, there were black soldiers and Asian soldiers and Mexican soldiers and soldiers and all the rest of it. But my God, Tim. My God. Well, somebody, uh, a soldier, uh, pointed out that, I don't know, you could check out the exact statistic, but it was, I believe, 30-some thousand white soldiers died in 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 uh, korea during yep. the korean war right um so yeah i mean obviously that fact is lost on her too so you know 
you could just think of a thousand different ways of saying what she did was so wrong. But at the same time, certain people just will not accept it for what it is. I don't understand that either. How, how do you just forget the fact that the German, the Nazis were white people and the white people from America took them out? It's whoever is acting up or acting a fool is the best way to put it, I guess. I'm sorry. You're going to get taken out, and that's just how it is. And I, I just, I don't know. Well, Tom, I think, you know, to, to uh, quote you, and you could correct me if it's not the exact quote, you, you, you say that, you know, I love all people. I don't like you if you're an a-hole. That's it. Basically, it doesn't matter what color you are, what sexual orientation you are. It's the people that are a-holes that bother me. Right? I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. And I tolerate Tevin. That's the He's an a-hole. He's an a-hole, but I tolerate him. <laughs> How long have we been friends now, Tevin? These uh, five I lose, years. I lose count. Uh, yeah, five years probably. Five years. There. And you were how long? You were like 21 or something when I met you. Right? Oh, yeah. I was still a little green. 20 or 21? Mm-hmm. You and I have always gotten along. Yeah. How yeah. could you get along with such a racist prick as me? Answer that. And homophobic, by the way, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. We are, we're adding that to the list now, too. Oh, they've added that a long time ago. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I have thick skin. First guy in America, American media, and this you can check it out. And if they they probably erased by now, I was the first media person in America, radio, television, or newspapers, to uh, be in favor of gay marriage. The first one, but and I can verify that too, Tom, because oh, yeah, obviously you long yep. before I started appearing on this show or the KQ Morning Show, I I was a listener. Yep. So I know this. I know this to be true. So. Yeah, absolutely. But they don't. That, they, that's forgotten, apparently. That I took a very oh, you, and I'm telling you what, did it start a firestorm on me? Yes, it did, because the far right went berserk. So you could take a punch, but I guess your punch doesn't count. Okay, well, whatever, whatever works. And again, as far as I know, it's never gay people that that called me a homophobe. It was straight people. Right. Because they know best, uh, oh, you know, you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, okay, whatever. So, Tim, let's talk about yeah. some happiness in the world. Yes. You mentioned Christopher Robin. You didn't Robin get a chance there. to see Christopher Robin? No, nah, I was busy getting stabbed in the back by some old friends this weekend. So, it's, you know, it's oh, been a long that, time. That sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I well, Look, yeah, if you can, go see this movie. I mean, it, you're right. It is about happiness. I like it's happiness. Such of a wonderful movie, and of course, Cassie and Dave were there too. Uh, they can, they can tell you the same thing. I mean, it's just such of a positive, uplifting <sighs> tale. It really is, and you know, it, it kind of puts perspective on things because Christopher Robin, again, being an adult, has lost his way essentially, oh. and and not on purpose. I mean, he's not a neglectful father in the way that uh, he's not there for his wife and child. It's just that work has consumed him, and it takes his old friend, the silly old bear from the Hundred Acre Wood, to help him enjoy the simple things of life again. Um, and, and again, you know, there's that nostalgia thing that, that definitely helps going in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I think it's a positive message for young kids, too. I mean, anybody that's not even familiar with Winnie the Pooh, I think, would love this movie. Except for Sarah Jung. Is <laughs> <laughs> why is it white people? Yeah, I wonder what she white thinks people. about uh, Winnie the Pooh and, and, and Eeyore and 
Yeah, Eeyore is so great, and I can't even get near to the voice, but of it's course that's Brad Garrett. Yeah. Brad Garrett is so Love wonderful it. as Eeyore. Oh, my God. Yes, his voice um, was perfect for Eeyore, he, and he was mm-hmm. so cute. Oh, my God, you just wanted oh. to pick him up and squeeze him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just such a great movie, and it surprising, it didn't do as well as predicted, and I'm suspecting, and I, I, I mentioned this on KQ last week, I'm wondering it's just the fact that younger kids now have so many other programs available that either they're only vaguely aware of Winnie the yeah. Pooh or don't yep. know who Winnie the Pooh is at all. You're because right. Because obviously, when you grow up with three channels, you know, or four, if you include the independent station in town, yep. um, you know, that's that's pretty much it. And, you know, but now you have literally thousands of, of availabilities, whether it be through dish or cable or online or whatever. So I can, I can imagine that that's going to hurt um, the potential audience uh, or, you know, the potential box office, I should say, for a film like that because kids just don't know who he is. It's Luckily, sad. parents do, though. I, I, uh, yeah, I was talking to John Lastman about that this morning, that his son, nine years old, has no idea who Winnie the Pooh even is. I love Winnie the Pooh. I do, too. I love it. Now, it was, it's kind of, you know, very close to my heart because that was the first. I remember my mom reading me Winnie the Pooh all the time. I had a Winnie the Pooh book, and I'm kind of, you know, my name's Winifred, so that's why we, it was that in Paddington. I had a Winnie the Pooh bear and a Paddington bear. Sure. And so those two bears are very, you know, important in my life. And I think there's a very sweet innocence to Winnie the Pooh. There's no doubt about and that. And I'm no hoping doubt. that parents do take their kids to that because it's almost like a calming sweetness to it. It's not... Um, mm-hmm. it, there was action in it, but it wasn't like, you know, anxiety-riddled at, you know, action. It was just... Mm-hmm. It right. Kind of, you walked out of that movie feeling just at peace and just... Even Keel, maybe a lot of adults should go see it. Yeah, well, of course you have, and again, I'm, this is a lame attempt at a great voice, but Jim Cummings doing Winnie the Pooh. And, and again, he's done that for, for decades, yeah. you know, Sterling yep. Holloway before that. And really, I mean, you really have to go way, way back for that voice. Mm-hmm. But Jim Cummings not only did, uh, you know, Winnie the Pooh, but he did the Tigger voice. And I read this. This is very interesting, and I don't know what the hell he did with the voice, but Chris O'Dowd apparently was cast to do the Tigger voice, and audiences, test audiences, reacted negatively to that voice. So Jim Cummings, who has been doing Tigger's voice for decades as well as Pooh's, just stepped right in and did it, you know, and uh, I think that that helps, and I think you probably feel the same way, Cassie, that familiarity. I mean, it yeah. just feels like a continuation of what we already knew and loved that yeah. made such of a big difference with the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it brought me right back to my childhood, and I'm, the, the voice of Woody the Pooh, I don't know what it is, but it's the most sweetest thing. Is it still Jim Cummings? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. It is still yeah, Jim for, I think at least... 30 years, if not 35 years, he's been been a while. The Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, uh, I know Alex and I watched it when we were very, very young. (laughs) Yes, you did. I'm hoping there's a sequel. I am. To Christopher Robin. Yeah, you know, again, these things, they all depend on box office, sadly. And, uh, you know, know, I think what I can see happening is if they don't make another feature film, 
Disney is starting their own streaming service yeah. to challenge Netflix. So who knows? I mean, it seems to be that um, with the Star Wars property anyway, they're going to be making stuff directly uh, to air on that ser- or whatever stream, yeah. I guess, on that service. So hopefully we're going to get that because, yeah, this was such of a wonderful uh, it was so nostalgic. I, it yeah. just everybody, and I think you felt it too, Cassie. Everybody was buzzing after that movie. It just was such of a feel great movie. Yeah, and and the the CGI on the characters was fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, you swear they were real, right? Yeah, <laughs> you swear like, that these were these talking stuffed animals. It was so realistic. Yeah, and it didn't look fake or anything. It was it was um, really well done. I thought and. I would, if I had given a scale on, you know, one to ten, I'd give it a solid eight. Yeah. So, I t- take your kids out and go see Winnie the Pooh we'll or take Christopher a, Robin. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Tim Lammers right after this Tom Bernard show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and. My pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My Pillow is offering buy one My Pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800 516 5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. I love this song. As you go, as you were. I love Nirvana. Why? We need to play more Nirvana on the KQ Morning Show, I think. Well, it's considered classic rock now. I know. Why aren't we playing it? Let's go, damn it. What is it? Classic rock is considered classic rock when it's, what, 20 years old? Probably, yeah. Something like that. How about the two dudes that uh, escaped from the nursing home to see heavy metal? (laughs) They went to a Metallica (laughs) I love that. That's a movie right there. That's a movie idea. They escaped the old folks home to go see Metallica. That's awesome. (laughs) I love that. I, that's just wonderful news. That's great news. And I feel once they get caught, they can't get in trouble. You just bring them back, like no harm, no foul. No, exactly. You just bring them back, and Whatever. that's it. 
<clears throat> they said one of the guys was staring and was disoriented at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> that's because he's he he was overcome with the dope smoke or something. No, that's a possibility. No question about that. <laughs> How about that eighty-year-old woman got arrested by the cops for having marijuana in her house, and she it was medical marijuana, but her card had expired at eighty. And once you get a med- <laughs> medical marijuana card. Shouldn't it just extend for the rest of your life? You're 80. Why do you? Mm-hmm. What is it like a driver's license? You have to go get it renewed. I, I, apparently, that's so yeah, probably really, uh, that way. They can government can keep making money off of the. Off the oh, I'm sure you probably have to that's pay true. for like mm-hmm. an application again. No. Oh, jeez. That's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. All right. So what am I going to see? I'm going to see Christopher Robin. Equalizer 2, you said, is very good. i got to go see that. Yeah, yeah, and Mission Impossible. I mean, you know, if you're going to make an exception for a two-and-a-half-hour movie, that would be the one. Two-and-a-half-hour Believe me, I mean, uh, and, and Mike Bryant screened that with me, and he felt the same way. Just way too long. But it has everything that you love about those movies. Those are, I, I don't care what anybody says. You know, Tom Cruise is definitely hit and miss. But you know Mission Impossible is going to be great. Just with the marquee stunts alone, and he does a couple of yeah, them here. Yeah. You know, that halo jump, 25,000 feet, uh, you know it's real. And him flying a helicopter after taking lessons for a year and a half. And not only just casual flying, this is dangerous stuff that he's doing. It is just so thrilling. It's so much fun to watch. That's what everybody tells me. They, everybody I know says I'd love it. Now, I haven't seen it this uh, it comes out this week, and I'll be reviewing it on KQ on Thursday. But The Meg, oh, is the a shark Meg. movie, is coming out on thir- or this Friday, but I'll be reviewing it Thursday. Uh, I, you know, I'm not too big of a shark movie guy, but I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. Who's it, Jason Statham, or who's in that? Yeah, yeah Jason Statham. I like him. And I'm trying to think who else. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, a couple other noteworthy people, but... The shark is going to be the star. Let's let's put it out there right now. You know, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, the one I'm looking forward to, and it's not coming out until next month. I believe the first weekend in September is The Nun, which of course is the character from The Conjuring and Annabelle. Oh. oh that whole—they call it the Conjuring universe, where all the characters sort of end up turning up in other movies and all that stuff. But The Nun first appeared in The Conjuring, which I thought were really good horror movies, both of them. Um, so, yeah, that that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, Tim, I got the cast up for The Meg, and you're going to like this, Tom. All right, here we go. Um, well, we got Jason Statham, who's playing the main character, but Rain Wilson's in it. Well, I love oh, Rain Wilson. Right. Love him. Robert Taylor from Longmire. Oh, to see, now we're talking. Yeah, let's Tommy's see. Tommy's got his tickets already. You <laughs> got that right. Yeah, Ruby Rose, who plays a character. It doesn't say her, just Jax Heard. That's her name. So I don't know how these characters. Isn't it like put in Ruby like Ruby Rose a- is a big European star, but she, yeah. she was in the last John Wick movie. Oh, okay. oh I really love John Wick. She looks fam- action star. Yeah, she looks familiar. I just, I was she in uh Oh, she was in Orange is the New Black. That's where I know her from. Oh, yeah, yep. yep. Yeah, so, yeah, There's. it looks like a, I'm excited for it because I love sharks, and I love Jaws, the Jaws movies. Yeah. So this is kind mm-hmm. of a revamping that for me. I have a question for all of you. Why don't sharks ever attack black people? 
Because we don't get in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> if somebody yells shark, go on shore. <laughs> the movie's over. That's it. They can get a wheeled shark up on shore. Yeah, that's true. Well, I will confess to you, I don't like the whole idea of not knowing what's beneath me when I'm in over my head. In even in a lake, I understand I'm sorry, that. you're not going to get me in there. Well, a, a fish up in uh, Lake Charlotte, Long Prairie, when I was a kid, bit me right on the tit. Oh. <laughs> I think he thought it was a worm, you know, the little nipple thing. How long are your oh nipples? Oh my God! <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> it hurt like mad though. Those like fish, fish teeth are sharp. <laughs> those are sharp teeth on those fish, man. Yeah. I'll never forget that. It started bleeding. Oh. Get a little bass. <laughs> whatever whatever works all right so i'm gonna go see the meg i gotta catch up with my movies i just i, I really do i gotta catch up i've just been working like a madman recently and just ugh, God. Oh, now i heard you say on kq though you did see capacritic i did yes i did how he ever got away with that i will never understand never <laughs> he was a kennedy he was a kennedy that's the only reason he got away with it was that a spectacular scene where Unbelievable. he had a... Uh-oh, I think Tim oh. just dropped. He's driving through a tunnel. Timmy! Yeah, we're still connected, so... Hey, Timmy! We can't hear you, Tim. You can't hear me? No, no, no we can I can. Now we can hear you. There you go. Okay, yeah, it was, it was that scene at the end where he gave... Ed Helms drew up the resignation letter, and then he calls him up, and he says, you know what, I think I'm, you know, I'm not going to do this. Uh. And Ed... I, Ed Helms really has turned out to be a great dramatic actor. Yeah, he I was really he was good. Great in the movie. What do you was. think of Gaffigan? Gaffigan, you couldn't even tell it was Gaffigan. It was weird. I know, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really he weird. Didn't he didn't look that different, but I don't know what it was. But it's like, uh, what? Yeah, this I know. Is Gaffigan in here? Yeah. I know. Yeah, Gaffigan was good. But I tell you what, what's his name again? Uh, Jason Clark. Yes. Jason Clark is very fantastic. good. He's really good. Really good in that movie. I like him anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, that whole how the yeah that happened again recently. And I I'm not saying I'm not pointing any fingers, but uh, what the hell is that, that young kid's name that got busted for sexually harassing his girlfriend and beating her up and all that? What's his name? Chad Hardwick. Oh yeah, oh. it's Chad Hardwick. That's mm-hmm. his name. You know, it's all of a sudden Chris. that, that just, or Chris, Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. There you go. Chris Hardwick. Oh yeah. You know, so that all just disappeared, and he's back doing everything he was doing before. He did. Do you think it had anything to do with the fact that he's married to a Hearst? Really? <laughs> so he's married to a billionaire. Uh, I wonder if that had anything to do with it all. Just clear it up. Mm. Yeah, money. Money does a lot. Money does a it lot. It does, time. man. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's all. I'm telling you, it's just. All of a sudden, he was 100% innocent, no problem, everything is good. Well, I hope that's true. I hope that they found out he didn't do any of those things. That would be nice to know. But I don't know why his ex-girlfriend would say that he used to beat her up and treat her like dirt. Maybe it was for money, too. Maybe she wanted some of that Hearst yeah. money. Yeah, who knows? People do crazy things for it. So It is true. I, I don't know. I, it, that's see. That's really disheartening for me. Because people, I have found out throughout my life, people will do anything for money. Anything. It's disgusting. Not Let's me. Go, go and get a job. Shoulder to the wheel. What do you say? I yeah, like- I mean, you know, the whole thing about work, and I think that everybody uh, can agree. I, I feel good when I'm working. I mean, I, I like to be, 
You know, I can't imagine sitting around doing nothing. Working is, I'm not going to say always fun, but, right. you know, keeps me going, you know? Yeah, the only problem and I have with work. it is exciting a lot of times, you know, doing, yeah. especially in the business we're in, Tommy. You know, it's a lot of fun sometimes, you know? So, yeah, I can't imagine sitting around doing nothing. No, I can't either. i got to read this story to you because, and then I'll make a comment at the end because I'm looking at his picture right now. If Osama bin Laden wasn't dead, he would probably have been happy to give his blessing to the marriage of his youngest son. Relatives tell the Guardian that Hamza bin Laden has married the daughter of Muhammad Atta. Remember him? Yeah. No. The terrorist, oh. 9-11. Yeah, he was... What, he was the one who sat on his mommy's lap before he got in the airplane. Mm. Remember that? He sat on his mom's lap? Yeah, he was sitting in his mom's lap taking pictures before he got on the airplane. Oh. Uh... The eldest of the 9-11 hijackers, Atta, an Egyptian citizen, flew American Airlines Flight 11 into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. Ahmad al-Attas, one of uh, Osama bin Laden's half-brothers, says the family doesn't know where the couple's living, but it could be in Afghanistan. Now, here's my favorite part. I'm looking at his picture right now. Hamza bin Laden, 29, is believed to have ridden through the ranks of al-Qaeda as he seeks revenge for the raid that killed his father and his brother Khalid. I'm looking at you now. You are a flat-out pussy. You aren't killing anybody. (laughs) Give me a break. Oh, I'm going to go kill him. Look at him. All doughy-eyed. No, he's not not killing anybody. He's not killing anybody. It's not happening. Uh, Why do they have to make these bold statements it's not gonna happen and everybody knows it's not gonna happen that and then like revenge like you can't get revenge on something where somebody wrong something like is the revenge ended when we raided it i feel like like that was well, yeah been that was because of his actions now you, you're gonna be mad at us for going and getting him well i know it's like they come here and fly planes and kill how many people died over three thousand yeah. and we're not supposed to do anything and you're mad that we did <laughs> I know it's just absolutely amazing because I remember I remember talking about nine eleven now after it happened because it happened while I, we were on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening live. Oh, were you really? I was supposed to fly that day. Oh <laughs> God, <laughs> that wouldn't have been. You didn't. I can guarantee that. Yeah, I was going to go pick my mom up from the airport. They shut everything I, down. Yeah, when I was listening, so it was like, oh my gosh, it was but so honestly, surreal. I, that recording of that show you were listening to, the KQ Morning Show from September eleventh is in the uh, Smithsonian Institute now. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. I have to add, I was listening to that day. I was working in Mendota Heights. Oh, you were? And I was on 494, uh, hearing it all unfold. And then I called my wife, and then she, I believe, saw the second plane. Because they had the TVs tuned into the other, well, tuned into the, the yeah. towers. Yep. And then you could actually see it happening. Oh, yes. That's uh, second yeah, one you yeah. saw but, but, yeah, I mean, I do remember uh, you and Sanny, um, you know, for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think who else. But, yeah, it was, it was it's something I'll never forget, hearing, no, hearing you guys talk about it. Then I criticized him, and people said, well, that's kind of racist. What? <laughs> they just killed 3,000 people, and I'm a racist? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> lame brains. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was a hell of a day. Now, some really good news also on the diplomatic front. Uh, you know who the new Russian diplomat to the United States is? Yeah, I heard. Okay, take now a guess. I'm doing my who I heard. <laughs> who was named as the new Russian diplomat to the United States? 
the oh, I star know of that movie uh, guy. Like all um, those movies. Yeah, uh, Steven Seagal. He said, yeah. he said the following: <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Oh God! Remember that when he said that? <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Yeah, okay, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Seagal named as Russian diplomat to the United States. Mm. Can you so, believe Trump and Seagal trying to schmooze? No, oh, God. Oh, God. It's just amazing. Stephen Seagal has to be the most smarmiest Oh, there's no doubt guy about that. out there. And he looks like he takes a, a Sharpie marker and colors <laughs> his hair with it. It's just I yeah, noticed nuts. that, too. And oh. the other thing is, the guy... Um, yeah. Well, through another tunnel. He's going through a tunnel, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if we'll be able to gather our thoughts between now and then. We only got about a minute and 20 yeah. seconds to go in this uh, thing anyway. But uh, I will say this. We'll close out this uh, segment with, could somebody please tell Donald Trump to shut up? Could you just shut up? There's no reason to criticize. You don't like Don Lemon because Don Lemon hates you. Let it go. Uh, and then uh, even LeBron James made Don Lemon look smart. LeBron James, the, how much did it cost him to set up that school, Devin? Uh, I don't know the dollar amount, but it can't be cheap. Even it's with like, cheap. But the people that graduate, he's paying for their college tuition as well. Yep. And buying yep. everybody computers and clothes. And yeah. yeah, Now is not a good time to call LeBron James <laughs> stupid. Yeah, there's, he's at the pinnacle of his <laughs> civic duties, exactly. and you're going to try and take him down a peg? <laughs> just, Mr. President, could you just shut up? I had the same Was problem. there any reason oh. he started he on him in the first place, or he just did it to do it? Because of Don Lemon. I think it was because he hates Don Lemon. He said that Don <laughs> Lemon is the dumbest man on television, which mm. is probably not a good thing to say when you're president. <laughs> you know, I just wouldn't make comments like that if I were the president. But seriously, I don't think he ever wanted to be president. I don't. I don't think he still wants. To, still, don't think he wants to be president. No. There's no way he's going to run again. Not a chance. He set up too many great business deals with the Russians and the Chinese. Now. <laughs> so you know. All right, we got to take a take a break here. Uh, so Timmy, you're going to be on Thursday on the KQ Morning Show. Yes, I will be. And again, uh, talking about the Meg. The Meg. Should be fun. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks very much. All we'll right. Have a great great week. We'll, we'll have a great week, everybody. Tommy, we'll talk Thursday. Sounds good, man. See you, Tim. We'll right, be right yeah. back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard.